Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. So this is the podcast where we take a new movie every week and try to break it down scene by scene for your viewing pleasure. Um, You can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. So we have been on hiatus for a little bit. And so, as you heard, we have a different co-host, and this is Wes. Yes, I've Yoko'd the podcast. He has. I'm going to have some wild ideas. It's oh, gonna yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Not really. It's <laughs> going to be terrible. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, yeah, we've, you know, got a new co-host. We actually have some new equipment, which I'm pretty excited about. Hopefully, it'll take away the, you know, us sounding like we sound, you know, in a tin can or so. Um Basically, what we're going to be doing is every month uh, we'll have a different theme uh, for a movie. So uh, these first four movies that we're going to be releasing, we're going to release all on one day for you guys to binge listen to. And then um, after that, we'll go back to, you know, one movie a week. Um, so these four first four movies we're going to do are all going to be vacation uh, movies having to do with vacations. Um, So the first movie that we're going to be doing is National Lampoon's Vacation. Why don't you give us a synopsis of that? All right, so the synopsis for this movie is the Griswold family are on a quest, a quest to the Wally World theme park for a family vacation. But things aren't going exactly as planned, especially when Clark Griswold is losing all thought towards a mysterious blonde in a red Ferrari, (laughs) who happens to be Christy Brinkley. That's true. Which, up until last night... All my life, I thought it was Christine Brinkley. <laughs> well, maybe not. that. Well, maybe it is her <laughs> real name, but she just went by Christy. I don't know. I can check that like, later <laughs> if you want. So, all right. Well, cool. So, uh, I guess we can get started on this. All right. Well, first, what we open with is actually a, a little musical montage of uh, "Holiday Road" by Lindsey Buckingham. Uh, who is also one of the members of Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I know and, that. Yeah. <laughs> and so it starts off with uh, that song, and it's it's showing, like, different postcards of, like, different parts of the country, which I thought was actually kind of cool because, you know, it would say, like, where that particular picture right. was taken. And so one of them was actually the Dallas skyline, which I thought was kind of oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Very so, old picture, but it definitely yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, the skyline has actually grown to be uh, even bigger than that now. But anyway, so it opens with that. And then we see uh, Clark Griswold and his son drive up uh, in their car. And we see a young Eugene Levy. And he's there <laughs> and... At first, he gets a look like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, he had that terrified look in his eyes. He did. Of a was... salesperson who's just been caught in a, of a lie or something. Right. <laughs> and so that's just it. So they're getting out of the car, and they're basically like, you know, oh, say goodbye to the old family car. And sure enough, it gets taken away. <laughs> and they're excited because they're getting a new car, you know, for this upcoming trip. Except for it doesn't go at all as planned. 
Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Right. Nothing ever goes right, but this one goes, like, really bad. It does. <laughs> so, yeah, Eugene Levy comes out there, and he's basically trying to sell him on this other car instead. With, like, eight headlights, and mm-hmm. it looks like something out of, like, when Homer Simpson built that car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so he's trying to sell him, like, on this, you know, Queen Sportster car. And Clark is like, that's not what we ordered. We ordered, you know, this other, you know, blue whatever car. <laughs> and so finally he's like, oh, you know, well, this is the car that you're going to want, you know, if you're taking the, you know, if you're taking the family across, you know, the country. This is the car that you want. And Clark is actually not going along with it. He's like, no, he's like, I'm going to go elsewhere. Where's my car? Right. At this point, which I don't think that they would do it this quickly. <laughs> no. They had already That's not taken. How it works. Yeah. They had already <laughs> taken his old car and smashed it to smithereens. Um, I guess to make it for like, you know, scrap or something like that. Yeah, they typically don't scrap cars that quickly. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. Like, whenever we, whenever we, uh, got rid of my old car and stuff, like, that car was sitting there, I think, for a while. Now Clark, unfortunately, is stuck with this vehicle that he didn't even really want. And so he shows up to the house with it, and, his, you know, we're introduced <laughs> to his wife and his daughter. And his wife is like, I thought we were getting, you know, that that uh, blue uh, sports wagon <laughs> model. And he basically takes what um, what the salesman said. It was like, oh, you know, this is oh, your yeah. kind of vehicle. Yeah, typical, and, like, dude doesn't want to be, like, he doesn't want to admit mm-hmm. that he's been taken for a ride. So he's going to try to beef it up and make it sound like you know oh this is what i meant to do exactly better than what we were gonna do exactly (laughs) and it was kind of funny because even their son rusty or whatever was repeating back you know what (laughs) you know what the salesman said it's like oh you know this is your automobile and then she's (laughs) like why is it still running and he's like oh just you know just one second and he's like, you may think you hate it now, honey, but wait until you drive it, which is what was also told to him. Yeah. And then I don't know if he goes to turn it off or what he tries to do, but the airbag like explodes on him. Yeah. Yeah. It just immediately goes off for no and it's, reason. It's literally, <laughs> though, a garbage bag. Yeah. Like, which... I don't know anything about airbags, but even back then, I don't think the airbags were garbage bags. I highly doubt it. <laughs> you know? So... <laughs> Like today, they're like a mesh. Oh, like okay. A, like a oh, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like a very f- tightly woven woven sort of oh thing. That's enough background info. Sounds okay. Well, anyway, and so um, now everybody's at home, and Ellen is basically wondering like, why is it like we can't fly instead? You know, because it's a really long drive. And I don't know if you noticed, but did you notice how Clark was doing the dishes? Oh, all? yeah. She would dump the... She scraped the, the, the food off, handed it to him, and the yeah. dishwasher's open, but he just wipes the dish and puts it yeah. in the freaking cupboard. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's gross. Dude, like, he wasn't even he wasn't even washing, like, even putting water on it. <laughs> yeah. He literally, yeah, just Idiots. took a dish towel and just, it's like, ugh, <laughs> yeah. that's gross. I forgot about that. Yeah, I tried yeah. to make a mental note of that when I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but they were having this discussion because she was wondering, you know, well, why, you know, it's two weeks, you know, why don't we fly instead of drive? Because that's an awfully long time. 
And he was like, well, you know, I don't get to see the kids as often, you know, especially as often as you do. And so, you know, we can have those two weeks of, you know, (laughs) basically being close together and whatnot. Yeah, because that's what you want to do. Be Mm -hmm. locked into a car for days and days and days to try to bond with people. So, yeah. But anyway, you could tell, like, yeah, I really wish we could fly. But he, you know, wasn't having any of that. And then from there, he's trying to show the kids, like, oh, this is the route that we're going to go while they were playing Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of, first of all, that computer was massive. <laughs> I was trying to pick out what that was. I mean, I'm sure, you know, somebody knows what it is, but I forget to, I forgot to look it up. Yeah. But it was like some sort of beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it was it was funny though because the program was almost yeah set up like a Pac Man type thing but with <laughs> yeah. the family truckster yeah, or whatever Rusty instead hacks into it and yeah. tries to eat the car and so yeah and so it's the next day and they're you know about to head out you know everybody's excited which oh my god they had like ten neighbors over there or oh, something yeah. to say goodbye to them <laughs> yeah it's like geez I mean I'm you know our neighbors were fairly close to them but yeah we're not really close with all of our neighbors no. <laughs> if anything it would be just i mean because she was giving directions to one neighbor like oh you know this this that and the other you know and so anyway they get in the car and already the first thing goes wrong <laughs> yeah yeah you might want to back the car out before you load it up with exactly luggage. just saying exactly so that's just it so they had already uh attack you know put all their bags and stuff up in the the luggage uh carrier thing and he goes to pull out and all of them fall <laughs> off you know because they hit the top of the garage uh door <laughs> and it's like yeah, it's funny that though that's just it though the uh luggage and stuff like that that becomes something like throughout the whole movie oh yeah that yeah. happens multiple times where you the have luggage... to have a running joke oh yeah that's true so anyway, so that's already the first issue that goes wrong. And so basically the next scene, we've got, you know, typical family. You know, the parents are singing. It's very annoying. <laughs> the kids are already just like, okay, really, mom and dad? And so, you know, they, they decide to sing the Wally World National Anthem. <laughs> And so, which yeah, which kind of sounded like almost like the Mickey Mouse Club. It did, kind of. <laughs> you know, Marty Moose, Marty Moose, <laughs> yuck, that's me. Dorks. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and so at that point, the kids are over. They put they put on their own music. I thought it was kind of funny. It's like, okay, does the truckster not have a radio? I mean, like the parents are sitting there. Yeah. You know, singing and stuff. It's like, really? Like, you can't find anything on the radio for yourselves? Maybe that's another thing that was kind of like the airbag. They're driving the point home. He was really taken for a ride. Maybe. It could have been it. <laughs> Didn't even come standard with an AM, FM radio. Because that's just say. it. You never hear you never hear them playing, like, the no. AM, FM radio. No. Like, throughout the whole movie. So maybe that is another thing. I didn't even pay attention to that. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, so yeah, so the kids put on their own music. They're, you know, basically on their way and whatnot. And so I, the most significant scene that we have really is that, you know, they um, get to St. Louis. Yeah. And he does the whole, oh, look, you know, there's, you know, the arch. And, you know, <laughs> you can go up to the arch. Oh, yeah. And Ole Miss and Ole stuff Miss. like that. 
And I love it because Rusty's like, oh, you know, can we go do that, Daddy? He's like, no. And then <laughs> yeah. you find out later, like, instead he wants to go see stupid shit. Like, exactly, the biggest ball of yarn or some nonsense or like that. It was like, yeah, the house made of mud or something. Yeah, the mud but house. Let's, but let's not go and do something cool, like go on the St. Louis Arch. Which, what's your name? The daughter, Audrey, was like, well, actually, the... Uh, the native native peoples would use sod yeah. to build their houses, and she's like, he's like, yeah. Well, when they ran out of sod, then they, they used, used mud. mud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that comes up a little bit later, but that's still funny. But oh. it's like, yeah, instead, let's you know, let's skip out on this really cool thing and let's go do that other stupid thing instead. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so but the wife points out, she's like, oh, I think you know, I think we took the wrong exit, and he's like, oh, well, what's the difference? Blah blah blah. Well, the yeah. difference was was it took them into the not so nice parts of St. Louis. Oh yeah, yeah, the that's right. Very scary, you know. Definitely parts that they are not used to whatsoever. Yeah, you're hearing gunshots and sirens. Right. The sort of place you don't want to be. Yeah. No matter who you are at nighttime. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Let's just kind of turn around and go home. Yeah. <laughs> well, what they ended up having to do was they end up stopping. I love the first time they stop. He stops to ask somebody directions, and you can tell it's a pimp. Oh yeah, with his his hose, and he's like, you know, hey, can you tell me how to get onto you know the interstate? And he goes, fuck your mama. <laughs> and then he's like, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so after that, he does find a guy who he he's like, oh yeah, for five dollars, you know, I'll tell you how to, you know, where to go. Oh yeah. And, and basically he's, he's all like, oh, I don't even live here, so go over here where my cousin right. is. <laughs> but in the process, these other people have shown up and started taking like the rims <laughs> and stuff off of the car. Yeah. And even spray, they sprayed honky lips. <laughs> oh yeah, I miss, I miss yeah. that. That is yeah. kind of funny They though. sprayed honky lips like on the side of the car <laughs> at the back. And yeah, so he offers him ten dollars, and he's like, "Oh, like keep keep the change, I guess." <laughs> and then that's whenever he tells him, like, you know, "Oh yeah, you're gonna go down this way, and you're gonna, you know, talk to my cousin who lives in a Torino with no wheels on it." <laughs> yeah, sounds legit. Yeah, and so he's like, "And you tell him I sent him, you know, because." I'm from the south side of Chicago here on vacation. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, he's basically being hustled big oh, time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and so eventually they make it, you know, make it out where they're supposed to be. And at that point, you know, the kids are asleep in the back and they bring up the the parents bring up like, Oh, you know, remember when we, you know, went down to Florida and Basically, oh, she had given yeah. him, you know, a BJ in the car. And <laughs> so he's, safe. yeah, well, and that's just it. So he's kind of wondering, like, hey, you know, you want to? And she's like, no, you know, because <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like the kids are also in the back seat, yeah. number one. And have a crash because right. you're distracted because of. Yeah. Well, and he, you know, says, oh, you know, you can put your head down here. I'm not talking about any of that. So she does. But the problem is. And she gets her head stuck in the wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so she basically tells him, like, hey, you know, you're getting tired. You know, let's just stop for the night. And he's like, oh, I can go, you know, 100 more miles. Except he falls asleep at the wheel. Oh, yeah. Like she says. So. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, I don't know how these people didn't wake up, though. Because there's, like, all this noise that they're, you know, that oh, they're yeah. hearing and everything. It's like. 
going up on curbs, right. people honking. People honking. Almost ran over some dude walking across the street. Right. Like, I think he was carrying. No, it doesn't matter if he's carrying something or not. Yeah, but, yeah. but still. <laughs> and then they miraculously make it into this motel parking oh, yeah. lot. Freaking fishtailing and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Exactly. So, for some reason, we have to see what's-her-name's boobs. I don't really know why. Um, Who's? Oh, Beverly D'Angelo. She's yeah. in the shower. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it really doesn't have any bearing on the story whatsoever, except that he's got the camera out. Yeah. Which he does that again in another movie. Right. Well, no, he didn't have the camera out in this one. No, on the he, um, uh, uh, European vacation. Yeah. but He on... did that, and then the tape, the tape got lost and right. became an adult film. Yeah. <laughs> but no, for this one, though, he goes in and does the psycho Oh, the that's right. He had the banana. Yeah. He was carrying the camera around the hotel room. Right. But I guess he put it down at some point to yeah. pick up a banana. I don't know. Yeah. Continuity. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anyway, so... But anyway, they're just having a discussion and, you know, he's basically trying to keep, you know, it's like, no, you know, we got to be to your cousins, you know, by a certain time because I've got everything planned out. And so, you know, we can't mess up the schedule type of thing. Oh, yeah. And so at that point, though, he wants to get all romantic and shit. (laughs) And so... He wants to get romantic and stuff throughout the whole movie, it seems yeah, like. that's true. Whether it's his sure. wife or not. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but, um, and so, you know, they're laying in bed and he pulls out like these two glasses with, you know, some <laughs> champagne or wine or whatever. And, oh, I've got my secrets. And so, you know, they, he gets, a, you know, the wine and stuff set up for him and, he puts in, you know, some coins for these. Oh yeah, the magic fingers, or yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, for, you know, the bed, the vibrating bed, which sounds like an awful idea. I don't think I would enjoy that at all. Yeah, to me, that would be kind of distracting. Like, I like when I'm sleeping. I like a little bit of. I think it's kind of an ADD thing. I like movement. Right. So that's why I'll bounce my legs sometimes. Yeah. And. But that would just whole... be super annoying. Exactly. That would be too distracting. I mean, I realize, like, they're not trying to actually go to sleep. Yeah. But, but still. still, it's like, and it definitely wouldn't be a romantic <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. Like, oh, yeah, the bed's trying to shake my joints apart. It's, awesome. Right. <laughs> and so that's just it. And then they realize, like, that the bed's not stopping. And so he decides to pull off the bed and it's like, well, basically, we'll just bang down here. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, they're down there messing around, and the kids, you know, can be. Meanwhile, the kids can hear, you know, can hear the bed and stuff like that. So they come in, and they're like, what's going on? And he's like, hey, don't you kids ever knock anymore? And he's got the wife's panties <laughs> on his finger, which is yeah, disturbing. It's weird. And they're like, well, we thought you guys were fighting or something. And so, <laughs> the, so, so uh, Rusty ends up unplugging you know the plug for the bed and everything they're like hey where's mom and she's like i'm under here kids go back to bed gosh (laughs) jeez yeah talk about awkward the next scene they're in um i think it's like dodge city kansas or something and oh yeah that's right the western thing yeah so he's talking about how oh this is the same street that i think wyatt earp or whatever yeah, uh, you know, ruled over. And yeah, I love ruled it. over. <laughs> I love it because the wife is like, it seems kind of dirty and touristy. Because <laughs> yeah, sure enough, there's people like everywhere walking around. Oh yeah, 
So they stop off at like a supposed to be like a saloon and you've got people like dressed up, you know, <laughs> like they did back in the day. And um, he starts messing with the bartender and oh, like yeah. calling him all these names. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so he fires off. It's not like a real gun, but it's. Yeah, it's like a shotgun version of a starter pistol or something. Yeah. Yeah, but it was loud, though. <laughs> yeah. And that's just it. So, you know, he, you know, pretend, he doesn't pretend to be shot, but he goes, like, flying backwards. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the kids are all, like, you know, complaining, like, you know, and um, the wife is like, you know, I don't think that's funny. You know, it can impair the kids' hearing. And the daughter is like, what? And she's like, are you happy now? She's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> And so, anyway, so yeah, now they're on their way, you know, to uh, uh, Cousin Catherine and Cousin Eddie's. Oh, ugh. Yeah. Gross. Right. But this (laughs) is where, like, the House of Mud comes in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so all of that talk starts up about, yeah, the House of Mud. Yeah. And so that's whenever, you know, um, Helen, or not, I'm sorry, her name's Ellen. That's whenever she says, eh, let's skip the house of mud and, you know, they're expecting us type of stuff. So, you know, yeah. And so they show up at, uh, at Cousin Catherine and uh, Eddie's house. And they've got, from what I can tell, they've got five kids. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're greeted by all of them. And, you know, they start introducing, you know, you've got these two kids who are about the same age as Audrey and Rusty. Yeah. And then the um, younger ones. One of them is missing a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. You know, this is, you know, <laughs> Mabel or whatever her name is. And yeah, that they're like, oh, you know, how are you? And that's whenever they tell them, oh, yeah, she was born without a tongue. And, <laughs> you know. You okay. Anyway, so the kids end up, you know, separating and stuff and. Um, you've got the two girls that are on a seesaw and the, you know, Eddie and Catherine's daughter, cousin Eddie and Catherine's daughter is talking about how, oh, you know, and I French kiss. Oh yeah. That's gross. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, it went way over my head. And so she's like, yeah, you know, I French kiss. And Audrey's like, well, everybody does that. And she's like, yeah, but daddy said I'm the best at it, which is beyond disturbing. Gosh. Yeah, that was that was a cringeworthy line. It was, for sure. Because it was like, yeah, like I said, that went way over my head as a kid. Um, and then the oldest son with his, with his football cut-off jersey. Yeah, that was the 80s style, though. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason, guys, yeah, Weird. used to wear, like, half shirts and stuff in the 80s. Anyway, they're playing with, you know, the worm farm. And, you know, basically, you know, Rusty's, like, you know, asking him, like, oh, do you have Pac-Man? You know, no. Do you have this? No. Do you have that? No. Oh, yeah. And so finally it's like, <laughs> well, so, like, what do you do around here then for fun? And he's like, well, I got a stack of nudie books this high. And, he, you know. And so that's just it. So you see him in the in the room, you know, the bedroom, and Rusty's looking at you know a magazine. He's like, oh, you know, she's beautiful. And he's like, hey, can you you know, do you want to sell me any of these? And he's like, no. He's like, I cherish these things and I use them a lot. God, at that point, I would I would have dropped. Yeah. If exactly. I was Rusty, I would have just dropped that on the ground. It's like, well, 
Right. That's disgusting. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I thought it was funny, though, because he, you know, the one kid was like, hey, do you ever bop your baloney? Which we all know what that, what he's referring to. Yeah. And Rusty's acting like he doesn't know. It's like, dude, Rusty's you're... old enough. Exactly. It's I like, mean, you're like yeah. a 14-year-old kid, 14-year-old boy. You know what that kind of stuff is Yeah, that's is, definitely is the age where there's yeah. the pre-teens. Oh, for sure. Teens. They're like, they, they're they definitely like is. talking all about everything. Exactly. So even if you haven't heard anything from your parents right. or heard much from in school as far as sex ed goes mm-hmm. you know and then we go to the girls and um audrey's like oh you know you won this trophy for racing a pig and she's like yeah you know first place and she's trying to tell him like well that's not all that cool and so you know she's like oh yeah well is this cool and oh, she's yeah. got a whole box full of like pot and joints and stuff like that <laughs> yeah so it's a little drug dealer yeah exactly <laughs> so from there, you know, we go back to um, the adults, and uh, um, Ellen finds out that, oh, Aunt Edna is going to be joining oh, them. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we find out later, Aunt, you know, Aunt Edna is not the nicest person. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's what you may refer to as a jerk. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so... But anyway, and so uh, we also find out, though, that she's pregnant again. Oh, yeah, that's right. Baby number, what, six? <laughs> six, yep. yeah. But congratulations, yeah. Eddie and Catherine, Catherine I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, when, you know, she's like, Eddie says, when this baby comes, I can quit one of my night jobs. Ugh. Well, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. That's so very kind. Right. <laughs> so at this part, at this point, though, Clark, you know, they're all getting ready to, you know, sit down and eat. And uh, Clark doesn't know yet about Aunt Edna. Yeah. Because apparently, yeah, he and Edna don't, you know, get along. Yeah, and apparently he's being very thick also about their money issues. Right. Which Ellen is picked up on immediately. But Clark is either trying to ignore it Mm -hmm. or he's just being thick about it. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. And so, you know... You see it especially, yeah, whenever they're doing, you know, whenever they're cooking out. And he's, all he's handed is a bun. Yeah, no meat. He's like. Just bun yeah, and ketchup. Yeah, he's like, no meat on this. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you get plenty of meat at home. Here, put some ketchup on it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just put some ketchup on yeah, it. Yeah. And, and then so, there's lettuce in one dish. Yeah. Just the condiments, but no meat. Yeah, which is <laughs> interesting. Yeah. And then that's whenever, uh, you know, Eddie calls out for, uh you know, for uh, Aunt Edna. Oh, yeah. And he's like, wait, you're Aunt Edna? You know, and you see her, and she comes out really quick with that. Uh, oh, yeah, she doesn't need the walker no. at all. She, no. she, It's very obvious she's not putting weight on the walker like you would if you right. actually needed a walker. And so, you know, they're trying to be really nice to her, and she's like, oh, you guys were the ones who sent me that fruitcake for Christmas. And then, because you think, like, she's being nice. And then she's like, oh, I bet it made me so sick. <laughs> yeah. She said something like, you enjoy being, you know, sick all the time, Clark. <laughs> And then yeah. she called him Claude instead of yeah. Clark. Yeah. And he corrected her. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, you get to meet her, and she's not, Oh, yeah, she's you know, a jerk. Right. And then finally, this is when the money issue comes out because they're sitting there talking, um, you know, in the living room or whatever. 
And he basically, you know, says like, oh, yeah, you know, the army's going to cut, you know, my benefits because... Yeah, his metal plate's not big enough. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> like, his head. Oh, okay. Right. Well. And so, you know, we could, you know, basically he asks, you know, um, like we could use some help. And Clark pulls out his wallet because he's thinking like maybe a hundred bucks, you know what I mean? Right. Something. He's like, okay, well, we'll dip into savings. We'll help yeah, you Yeah, we'll out, help you, know? you out. And it's like, how much do you need? And he's like, about $52,000. And he <laughs> yeah. immediately puts the money back in. And puts yeah. the... Like, okay, then. Yeah, exactly. Let me um, uh, direct you to a uh, loan, yeah. a bank loan of some Ex- sort, exactly. perhaps. Anyway, so now they've got to take Ed- Aunt Edna with them oh, yeah. um, across the country. Dog. And, yeah, and her dog um, across the country and drop her off in Phoenix uh, so that she could be with her, you know, live with their son. Yeah. And so, anyway, so, yeah, we meet her dog named Dinky, who is also a dick of a dog, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Not nearly as big as our dog. Nah, she's not that bad. She's a jerk, but a mild jerk. Well, at least she's not trying to bite on people. Yeah, that's true. And so anyway, so they put, you know, everybody gets in the car. And I love it because you see the two girls, they're giggling and stuff because what's her oh, name yeah. had given her some pot. And... Yeah, and she's all excited because she gets some gets some joints right. from her cousin as a gift, a exactly. parting gift or a whatever. a parting gift. And so they head out. And so I don't think we've met Ferrari Girl yet. No, I think that's happening pretty quick, though, because yeah. they're on the road. Right. And Aunt, Nana's, Aunt Edna's in the car. Yeah. So from there, you know, they head out. And I do think that at that point, eventually, Ferrari Girl does show up. And, like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a short stint. It's not the big, long stint that not happens yet. later when he almost wrecks the car. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So at that point, he's, you know... I want to say the kids are in the back fighting. Yeah. And, you know, he's basically speeding and Ellen yells at him like, hey, oh, yeah, slow right. down. You know, you're, you know, going up to 75 or 80. Yeah, that's or right. He's trying to keep up with the chick. Right. And I think at this point we're stopping for lunch. Yeah. That's right. And they're going so, to that picnic. Yeah. So they've got like this picnic basket and they're sitting there about to eat their sandwiches and Rusty's like, God, he's like, mine is all wet. And you see Clark, and he's got the sandwich. And for some reason, I guess he thinks that he's being sexy. Well, yeah, he's, he's kind of flirting with that chick again. He's flirting with the, yeah. she stopped at the same rest stop. Yeah, so he's, like, got the sandwich, and he's, like, putting it up to his lips and doing, like, this, like, weird-ass <laughs> Idiot, dance. Blowing kisses with it. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear Rusty's like, you know, God, my sandwich is all wet. And, you know, Ellen's like... Well, he, she's like, they're all wet. And then she realizes that the dog had peed on the picnic <laughs> basket. And he Gosh. had gone to take a bite. Cl- you know, Clark had taken a bite. And then he, bleh, you know, he like throws it down and stuff. So anyway, so they're back on the road. And I think this is when they stop off at that campsite. That country camp or whatever it is. With yeah. the tents. Yeah, they... they... They, I don't remember what all happens in between then, but yeah, that's that's their final destination to stop for the night. Yeah, is the camp, and so they stop off there, and I love it because it's played it's played by, uh, uh, oh yeah, Brian Doyle Murray, right? Which is funny. <laughs> it's like, man, he must have gotten a huge promotion because in the the third one, <laughs> yeah. he becomes Clark's boss in the Christmas Vacation yeah. movie. Although obviously he's not playing the same character, but it's still kind of funny because, oh, yeah. you know, he's and, a good actor. I like him. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Um, but yeah, it was just kind of funny. So he's, you know, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, the the um, tents are this much, and really, I didn't think it was all that bad price wise. No, I think it was like they just wanted three tents. Yeah. Three tents? Yeah. Yeah, they wanted three tents for the, a night, and it was $37. It's like, whoa, cool. I yeah. know, right? Let's stay then. Yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of funny, though, because Ellen's like, oh, you know, they'd have a pool. I think it was like $37 or something, a tent, which still isn't bad. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's when, not any different than a hotel room, really. Yeah, I mean, shoot, considering it's just, you just need a place to stay for the night. Right. That's all you need. And it was kind of funny, though, because she's like, oh, you know, it has a pool and everything. Well, the kids run up to go see yeah. the pool. There's it's not like, a pool. It's yeah, a pond. Exactly. There's, like, <laughs> geese and stuff in there swimming around. It's <laughs> nasty. So, um, you know, they show up and uh, go into each of the tents. And she's like, oh, this one smells. And they're like, yeah, no, this is your tent. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we've got a, a case of sexy parent time again. Again, yeah. Yeah. And kind of like, I mean, not to be gross or whatever, but it doesn't make sense. Why? It's a sleeping bag. Yeah, a yeah. sleeping bag for two. But, I mean, again, not to be gross, but just like it's... A sleeping bag. I know. How in the world is that logistically going to happen? I don't know. And he... has to be like all yeah sweaty and kind of gross. Just weird. It's just yeah. it's just weird, bra. Yeah. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want any of that either. Yeah. So, but and that's kind of what she says. It's like you know, this, basically, this isn't comfortable. You no. know, it's you know, in a sleeping bag and he, you know, says some corny ass line about our hearts oh, yeah. beating as one, that kind of crap. We have become one. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, cool, but still it's exactly. like there are knees and elbows in areas that it right. can't be very comfortable to have knees and elbows. And so at that point <laughs> they're, you know, still sleeping in the sleeping bag and making out and about to, he's like, oh, I'm going to go for it. And she oh, yeah. starts saying wild animal. He's thinking, of course, something else. Yeah. And then she's like, no, like, there's a wild animal. And that's whenever they realized the dog was actually in there, like, biting at their feet. <laughs> Again, so, jerk dog. Yeah. And so he, you know, kicks Dinky out or whatever. <laughs> and so poor Dinky, because he's yeah. about to come to the end of the road here. Yeah, that's the next morning when they're packing up. Yeah, so that's and just the dog's it. pissing him off, and right. he hooks the leash up onto the bumper. Right. And apparently forgets about it. And he forgets about <laughs> it. And so that's just it. So uh, everybody, you know, again, people are, you know, they're asleep in the back seat, and he's like, you know, it's so weird. You know, I keep hearing this rattling, and, you know, Ellen's like, yeah, she's like, I wonder what that's from. And then they notice that, you know, the police or whatever are behind them. And it's so funny because the daughter's like, here, hold my purse. Yeah. Because she's got... (laughs) Throwing a grandma under the bus. Yeah, her aunt (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) And so um, he, you know, asked the officer, like, oh, well, was I speeding, you know? And he's like, get out of the car. And so he gets out and he's like trying not to cry but he's like he shows him the leash and then that's whenever clark is just like oh my god oh yeah and he's kind of doing the whole fake waterworks thing yeah smushing his face to make it look like he's sad but he's not right he's actually which is like okay the dog you know was definitely a jerk and stuff, well yeah it's I mean... like yeah i would think most people would still feel horrible oh yeah absolutely so anyway <laughs> so um yeah he hands him you know hands him um the leash and 
he goes, all right, well, he's like, I'm going to go, you know, get his carcass up off the road. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a and very then, <laughs> obvious way of saying yeah. that because the grandma, the aunt, is kind of still a little oblivious. Uh, but at that point, it's very obvious. Yeah, and you can tell she's <laughs> obviously very upset. And yeah. I love it. They stop off at, like, a Sonic-like place. And she's like, oh, yeah. you know, is this your idea of good food? And then she goes, dog killer. <laughs> yeah. I can't really blame her for being upset. Yeah. That's funny. That would suck. And so they're, you know, on their way. And um, I'm trying to remember. At some point, they hit, they go over a bump or something, and they end up losing some more, like, luggage. And you find out it had the wife's like credit cards and all that kind of stuff. So they had to call and cancel her credit cards. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, I I want to say, I thought that was the point where they were driving and he encountered the red, the, the red Ferrari chick again. And oh. then he almost got into an accident with like okay. an 18 wheeler and then You're right. flying You're right. off the freeway. Yeah, something like that. Because then they, like, they he went up airborne and they landed. And, of course, blows out all four tires, well, we bends, axles, I know stuff. we haven't gotten there yet. But, so, yeah, basically at some point, you know, they uh, they end up hitting, like, a bump or something like that. And some, like, a sleeping bag and a bag falls off the back. Oh, yeah. And she's talking about how, you know, well, I need that bag. You know, it had my credit cards in it. And he he was like, well, he's like... I already called and canceled your credit cards, and he's like, the only thing that's not really replaceable is your diaphragm. Oh, which, that's right, yeah. As a kid, that, again, went way over my head because I had no idea what the yeah. hell a diaphragm was for. Now I remember that part. Yeah. And so, you know, at this point, they're starting to also run out of money, and she points that out, too. She's like, you know, you gave 500 to Eddie, and everything, you know, that we've gotten so far has been twice as much as what you thought it was going to be. <laughs> And so, you know, that's when she makes the, the joke, you know, because he was like, oh, you know, don't you trust me? And she makes the joke, as long as you don't tie me to the, to the rear bumper. <laughs> yeah. And she, he's like, that hurt, Ellen. Well, he kind of deserved it, though. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think the next part is like, yeah, where they're, they're driving along and, um, yeah, he almost gets them into an accident because, like you said, he was trying to match up again with the Ferrari girl. Yeah, he's all flirting. I can't mm. remember what all they're doing. Like, this time they're doing more flirting and right. stuff. And he's, like, he even, like, has this, like, fantasy where he's in the car with right. her. With, right. like, a cigarette in his hand and stuff. Like, he's all cool, like a movie star or whatever. Yeah. And, and I so, think that's when he, like, loses sort of sight of the road and then... Right. <laughs> And so that's whenever she wakes up and she's like, oh, you know, are you okay? You know, and um, yeah, he was all like, he's, he's like, oh, my God, you're all sweaty. And are you yeah. blushing? <laughs> you know, and he's like, "Ask, okay, now I remember. So that part did happen. And then, like you said, oh, I'm fine. And then they hit something. And then that's whenever the the stuff fell off and he, you know, she lost her bag. Oh, okay. So. Okay, that's right. So anyway, so now, I'm trying to remember. So yeah, the credit card thing happens. Um, and at that point, I think they're trying to get to the, I want to say they're trying to get to the Grand Canyon. And. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they're, you know, at this point, they, they you know, they're like, oh, you know, they think that they're like lost. 
And so the daughter's trying to point out, though, she's like, you know, hey, I saw a sign back there. And, you know, saying, like, that the street was closed or, you know, that the road was closed. Oh, yeah. And they're like. That's right. Oh, you know, they don't they don't put out, sign, you know, they don't put out small signs. They put out big signs like this one. And then that's whenever they that's go. right. They go sailing that yeah. car. That's right. He He did that. Not because he was avoiding an 18-wheeler. He did that because he's a moron and yeah. can't read a street sign. Exactly. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and so he crashed through the sign and goes, you know, yeah. sailing off of this ramp or whatever, this unfinished road. That's right. And, yeah, he dropped that car, like, 50 feet or whatever it was. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have, like, spine issues after exactly. that. <laughs> well, that's just it. So, yeah, you see the cargo flying off and the landing and you've got the kids that were in the back seat are now in the front seat. <laughs> yeah. And you got like, oh, you, you know, Ellen's like, I think I broke my nose. <laughs> and Rusty's like, I, I stabbed my brain. And then oh, yeah. Audrey's like, I got my period. <laughs> and so... um yeah, and then it was kind of funny because then the gar- the garbage bag, that's basically Yeah, what it yet was. another garbage bag yeah, explodes. Basically, it's like, yeah, this would have helped a lot, you know, a couple <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah. And so the mom is starting to tell every, you know, the kids like what to do, like, you know, start picking up all the the clothes, do this, do that. And uh Clark is like, you know, well, I got to go find a uh, gas station, um, you know, so that we can call somebody to come out here and take, right. you know, help us. Go wandering off in the desert. Literally. <laughs> and so that's what he basically does. But before he does that, he pulls uh, pulls Rusty aside, you know, basically, and, you know, gives him a beer. Yeah. And, you know, they have like a little father-son talk. Yeah. And he's like, here, you know, let's, which I'm like, where the hell did he get the beer from? <laughs> I don't know. They didn't really explain that yeah. too much. And so. It survived somehow. Yeah, <laughs> the apparently, violent collision. Apparently. From 30 feet up in the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so they just have this father-son chat, you know, it's like, all right, I need you to, you know, while I'm gone, you know, make sure everybody's, <laughs> you know, okay that, you know, to help take care of them and stuff while I'm away. And, you know. He, you know, it's like, all right, you know, he gives them what he thinks is going to be a sip of beer and the kid just downs the whole thing. Yeah, he freaking like like chugs that like a frat boy at a party. Exactly. (laughs) And he's like, you know, hey, make sure your mom doesn't smell that, you know, because she'll blame it on me type of thing. So he takes off and at first he's kind of all like chipper about it for some reason. I wouldn't be happy about it at all. Oh yeah, I'd be absolutely furious. In right. fact, I wouldn't go storming into the desert because no. it's literally a death sentence. Well, and that's what sucks though because like, cause we were talking about it, you know, like last night. I mean, first of all, it was like 1983, so there were no cell phones oh, yeah. anyway. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's like you almost do have to just go into the desert because... You know, there's no phones. That's crazy. And but now it almost makes you wonder. Like, I don't even know if you would have cell, you know, cell signal out there. Even I don't know. Even now, it'd probably be spotty. But yeah. I'm sure it's you know there. Yeah. But I'm sure there's areas where you're just right. You're, you're boned. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes off. You know, he starts singing. You know, all these different songs. And you know, he's on like four bottles of beer. Oh yeah. That kind of stuff. And <laughs> He's like, you know, we passed a gas station every 10 miles, you know, but when yes. I need a gas station, you know, there's 
there's not one around. And he's yes. like, this is no way to run a desert. <laughs> and you see these two Native Americans on yeah. horses, and they're like, what an asshole. <laughs> and so he's, you know, literally stumbling around. He's, you know, basically um, having heat issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's getting exposure, heat stress, <laughs> right. maybe a heat stroke. Yeah, and so he ends up falling down like a sandy thing, and you, he sees like a, I guess it's supposed to be a dead person. Oh, yeah, yeah, some some <laughs> so, skeleton still yeah. wearing clothes. <laughs> and so somehow he makes it to a gas station. Like, they never really explain how he made it to the gas station. Yeah, he just kind of comes wandering out of the desert. And, of course, you know, Ellen and the kids get there. Right. Because the two same Native Americans that right. saw him wandering through the desert cussing like a sailor yeah. picked up the kids and the wife and yeah, took we're them able to the get, gas station. Yeah, we're able to get them some help and stuff. So... <laughs> You know, he's all excited. Oh, you know, thank God, that kind of stuff. And so they're waiting for the car to be, you know, fixed. I'll let you talk a little bit about the car being fixed since you're a mechanic. They must have really bent just about anything and everything that could be bent. The wheels are just kind of like... They they pull the car up and the wheels, all four wheels are wobbling. And I kind of wonder how they did that for the movie. Right. Because if they did it for the movie by maybe putting some sort of plates, I wonder, that had a, a slope to them mm-hmm. behind the wheels, and maybe that made them, gave them the wobble without having a car that they would die yeah. driving. <laughs> I don't know. I'm speculating. Yeah. That I don't really know how they did that. Yeah. But of course, you know, you've got the typical good old boy mm-hmm. mechanic you know and he's like oh yeah you know you're you must be a moron for driving the way you did and this that and the other and the clark's just like yeah just just tell me how much i owe you and he's like well how much you got yeah and he's like no i'm serious just tell me how much i owe you and the dude's like no and i'm asking how much you got right <laughs> and so you know it's like well i i gotta call the police and of course the dude same small town good old boy thing right he's the sheriff too yeah. so it's like well cool i guess i'm giving you all of my money then. right <laughs> and so that's just it so but what i was wondering was because it's like it's like okay so they're like mechanics but i didn't know if the joke was supposed to be like that they're like supposed to be shitty mechanics and maybe that's why the wheels were like that or if it was because of all the damage i had caused to the I kind of think that it was because of all the damage she caused. Because I I thought since, like, I couldn't tell. It almost seemed like they weren't, like, legit mechanics. And so I didn't know if they just didn't, you know, know how to put the wheels on correctly. Well, that could very well be it, too. But he did drop that thing out of the sky. (laughs) (laughs) True. And so, yeah, so they take off. And uh, at this point, Clark starts asking. He wants to know, like... You know, he starts asking his daughter, how much money do you have? <laughs> yeah, and stealing out of her piggy bank. <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, he's like, I don't care. He's like, we need money. You know, I just spent, an- I should say, he paid him, like, another 500 bucks. Oh, yeah, that's right, because that was all he had left. Yeah, and so, you know, I don't care. We need money. And then that's whenever he tells Russ to look into Aunt Edna's purse, and he's like, yeah, she's got 11 cents, Dad. He's like, terrific. <laughs> yeah, no and help so, there. They stop off at that motel, and he's offering, like, you know, here's the thing, you know, we, like, you know, lost all of our money and stuff like that. Um, 
you know, yeah, the credit card and everything. Obviously, I've got my credit cards. The one that was reported missing is my wife's. You know, if I write a check, can I please, you know, have, I think it was like three, he was asking for like yeah, $300. Yeah, he just wanted 300 bucks to cash a check for that. Right. And the hotel manager said, you know, not without a major credit card is what he was basically saying. Yeah. And so finally he, you know, he offered, he's like, I'll write you a check for $1,000 and you'll, you can just give me 300 all, <laughs> you know, all for being a creep. Yeah. And he basically was like, you're going to have to stay here basically 10 working days so the, like, the, the check would clear. Yeah. And so he, you know, that guy takes off or whatever. And he, you know, Clark, you know, slams his hand down on the table and it opens up the drawer. And so what he does is he sticks the check in there, takes the money he out of the like register. takes a handful of cash. Yeah, and runs <laughs> out. And, you know, the family's just looking at the, you know, it's like the Grand Canyon. They're just, you know, looking at it. And she's like, don't you want to see the Grand Canyon? And he just kind of bobs his head. And he's like, okay, let's go. You <laughs> yep, know? it's a hole. Yeah. Let's get and out so, of here. <laughs> yeah, so they take off. And this is where we find out poor Aunt Edna. Yeah. So they basically, it's like, hey, you know, wake up Aunt Edna. You know, she's got to eat and take her pill. And, you know, they're kind of pushing her back and forth. You know, get her off me. You know, the kids, uh, I'm yeah. sick of her, like, laying on me. All that kind of stuff. And the Rats. Yeah. And so Ellen, you know, is like, okay, you know, be quiet. So she's trying to wake her up. And, you know, Clark is like, oh, just let her be. She's fine. And she's like, she's not fine. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, she's just sleeping. Let her be. And she's like, she's not fine. She's dead. And again, <laughs> yeah. he immediately puts the brakes on again. The yeah. luggage goes flying off. Freaking overreaction. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, I get it. I get it. I can only imagine how that would be if something like that were to happen right in real life but i don't think a person's reaction would be quite so extreme yeah <laughs> it would be well and that's just it i love it though like everybody gets out of the car and he goes oh you know like he's got like the <laughs> yeah. heebie dude and i love it because you the were kids, in the front seat i know and the kids are like she breathed on me a dead person breathed on <laughs> yeah okay yeah maybe before she was dead but she's 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 dead she didn't breathe on you yeah <laughs> so now the family's trying to figure out like what to do which is to me pretty obvious well, but, yeah i mean you yeah. would have a funny movie then that's true <laughs> but yeah so they're you know she the ellen's basically like oh she must have plot you know passed away around flagstaff and you know what are we gonna do and he's like, well, he's like, we could just call Norman, who's supposed to be her son. <laughs> yeah. We could just call him just... <laughs> and have him, you know, come out here and pick her up. Just and... leave her dead body yeah, in the middle her, of the desert. Just leave her out there. <laughs> Idiots. And he's like, she's like, well, we can't do that. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Call Federal Express? <laughs> and the kids, of course, are like, oh, you know, we don't, we don't want, you know... Do we really have to drive with her around? You know, I don't want to, you know, sit next to a dead body, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so at this point, he gets the idea. He's like, she can't weigh more than 100 pounds. And Ellen knows immediately what his plan is. <laughs> yeah. Stick her on the roof like, yep. a, like a dark version of Granny from Beverly Hillbillies. Exactly. I mean, and that's exactly <laughs> what he does. I love it. He's like... Who cares? You know, it's not going to rain or anything on her. And that's exactly what happens. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like pouring and wherever it is they're going in Arizona. Exactly. And it's so funny, though, because 
it literally looks like a dead body on top of <laughs> yeah. the car. You like see a, your hair sticking up yeah. the back. And I love it because they just <laughs> gently set her purse on top of like her like lap yeah, area. Yeah, it's strapped in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. If I saw somebody driving around like that, oh, I would yeah, I'd be, be calling 911. Yeah. So anyway, so they stop off at uh, Norman's house, and they're ringing the bell and, you know knocking on the door and they're like oh god he's not even home or whatever and then they see the note you know uh gone to flagstaff you know be back on monday oh yeah and now they got to figure out okay what the hell do we do with this dead body yeah and so which i'm not like the smartest guy in the world but to me it seems like it would be obvious to call the coroner Oh yeah. yeah, just just call nine one one, right? And be like, "Hey, our family member died in our car while we were on a road trip vacation." Right. What in the world do we do? Exactly. Send out the police or somebody right. to help us? We don't know what we're supposed to do in this situation. Right. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I don't know. That's just a common sense thing to me, but yeah. what do I know? <laughs> well, yeah, they end up not doing that. Instead, they leave her dead body in the backyard um, yeah. of Norman's or whatever. And I just love it because she's like, we can't just like leave her here. And they end up doing, you know, uh, you know, it's raining or whatever. Yeah, and I, he made some sort of smart aleck remark or whatever, but he's like, we'll just pin a note to her. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, we, we need to at least, you know, say something. And Clark basically does like a half-assed. You know, oh yeah, he's just saying just random like oh God, stereotypical you know. tidbits from just about every single denominational yeah. prayer you can think of. Exactly, <laughs> I love it because she's like, "This is a serious matter. I'll do it myself." And he's like, "Honey, he's like, I'm not a you know, I'm not a reverend. I'm you know. <laughs> yes." Yeah, well, you could at least still try. Yeah. You know. But I love it. She's like, Lord, we love this woman with all our hearts. And then the dog goes, let's not overdo it there, Mom. And she's like, shut up. You know, she's like... She's like, you know, but my husband wants his wonderful family to make it to Wally World for their vacation. I hope you understand. Have mercy on his soul. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Let's go. And so sure enough, they just left the body in a, in a freaking, you know, lawn chair for her, her son to find her corpse on his front lawn or wherever it is. I think it was the backyard or whatever, but yeah. It's like, welcome home. Yeah. Here's your mother. Yeah. Pretty much. He's like, I think Normie will understand after he gets home and she's like, sure, you know, sure, Clark. We left his dead mother in a lawn chair in <laughs> yes. the backyard. I'm sure he'll understand. Happens every day. And then this is where he find he breaks. Clark breaks because the daughter, you know, and I can't oh, blame yeah, her. Yeah, because they the, just want to turn around and yeah. go home, which they should have done a, a while long time ago. ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she, you know, the daughter. It starts with the daughter. You know, I don't. You know, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to go home. I don't want to go to Wally World. Is what <laughs> yeah. she says. And then at that point, you know. Ellen is like, you know, I think under the circumstances, you know, I wouldn't mind if we just head home type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, what do you think? And that's when he stops the car. Yeah. I love the Chevy Chase rants. Oh, yeah. He's so good at them. Like, in every movie, there's there's a point where, yeah, he has to have a rant. This is no longer a vacation. It's, it's a, a quest. quest. A, a quest, quest for, for fun. fun. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. You're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun. We're going <laughs> to. Yes. <laughs> it just goes into this whole. We're going to be whistling zippity doo dah yeah. out of our assholes. That's a, f- a friend of mine. And I don't know why I never made the connection because I've seen this movie several times. My friend Joe, 
he he'll actually like quote that yeah that rant a lot. Oh and really? I never realized it was a Chevy Chase thing from yeah. the movie. Yeah. But anyway, so at that point, <laughs> you know, to praise you know praise uh, Marty Moose. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, and Rusty's like, like, Dad, are you all right? Don't, no touching. Don't, yeah, don't touch. <laughs> and then we see him at a at the motel and everything and. Um, you know, the wife is basically like, you know, next time, you know, basically don't do that in front of the kids. Yeah. Type of thing. Which yeah. is completely understandable. Yeah. It's like, dude, you can't be having psychotic breaks in front right. of children. Exactly. Like, there's enough time for them to learn later on in life that the world is full of insane people. That's true. <laughs> And so he basically, she's, you know, like, ready to go to bed or whatever, and he basically... Is like you know I'm going out or whatever, and she's like, well, "Where are you going?" And, she, and he's like, "Well, what do you care?" To, you know, oh, like they're yeah. arguing back and forth. Yeah, this is where his meeting with Christy, Chris, Christine, Chris, Christy Brinkley comes to a head. Yes, and but it's so funny though because he shows up in those. Uh, we forgot to mention those ugly ass shoes that uh, cousin Eddie had given him. Oh yeah, yeah, that's um, right. As a parting gift, he got those those white dress shoes, which. I mean, as far as shoes goes, I'm not a fan of, like, white. I no. I don't know. I'm sure there's times like tennis and outfits shoes are, and stuff. Tennis shoes, like, white tennis shoes are fine. But yeah, but like white not, dress shoes, yeah. to me, but I'm sure, you know, fashion is fashion. You right. Know, some people like it. Some people looks good on. But to me, it just looked gaudy. Well, they almost looked like those <laughs> 70s, like, platformy like, oh, shoes. that's right. Because they were, like, the white shoes, like, leather, like, probably pleather, let's be real. Oh, man. Like, white pleather shoes, and they had, like, the gold, like, chain type thing on top of them. They missed an opportunity when he was out walking around with those. They could have had, um, uh, they could have had a alive. Bee Gees yeah. song playing. Yeah. The, uh, I'm not gonna, like, straight up sing it but you know you <laughs> yes you know you can you can tell by the way yeah, i walk. walk i'm a moment's man no time, no time to, to talk. talk that's true <laughs> so anyway so yeah he goes down there he's got the shoe those shoes on and this is the part with clark that like in a lot of the well mostly this movie and then in christmas vacation that i have an issue with because it's like he starts hitting on other women yeah i trying mean to. i get it it's funny because yeah. He's failing miserably. Right, right. You know, he thinks he's such hot stuff that yep. any woman out there would just be throwing themselves at him. But it's like, <laughs> dude, you're a married man right. with children. Like, you can't be faithful to your wife for, like, exactly even five minutes. <laughs> right. Like, he tries, he tries to hit on two women... One woman is instantly, like, instantly, like, gets up and, like, leaves. Another woman, yeah. the guy taps him on the shoulder, like, hey, you know, Yeah, because, like, like, she's there woman. with, like, yeah. somebody, you know, whoever he is to her. I don't yeah, know. But still, like, she's taken. Right. And so then he goes and sits down, and that's whenever he comes across oh, yes. Ferrari girl. Of all know? the joints in all the world. Yes. You had to walk into mine. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And so this is where they start talking, and, of course, he's just lying out of his ass oh yeah of course she and that's just it like you can tell she knows like okay yeah he's married with kids yeah which that's another thing that bothers me and and i get it it wouldn't be a comedy if you didn't have right. like you know it's it's still funny yeah but it's it's just bothering to me because it's like 
neither one of these characters were written to be adult enough to go, oh, wait, what the hell are we doing? But I kind of <laughs> wonder, though, it's like because she knew that, I kind of wonder with what happened in the pool if that was... Like, if she wasn't really going to try and hook up with him. Oh, that's if true. She, she may have just been, like, with screwing him. with him or something. That's kind of what I think. That's true. So, yeah. so he, It's like, just a comedy. I guess I shouldn't really analyze it that deeply. <laughs> well, it's kind of fun to analyze. It's <laughs> kind of what we do. Yeah, that's true. It's but literally in the name. It is. Breakdown. <laughs> yes. Break it down. That's right. Do, 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 do. Yes. I'll stop that. Okay. Don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but so yeah, he immediately starts like lying. He's like, oh, you know, yeah, I own this hotel. There's, you know, 2,200 units and... Yeah, um, (laughs) units. Yeah. I don't know if people who own property or businesses like that, I I would be surprised if they call their businesses units. Yeah, probably. (laughs) And so, you know, she's like, oh, I thought you were going to say, you know, that you were with the CIA or, you know, FBI or whatever. Yeah, the look on his face is like, damn, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She's like, you know, she basically was like, yeah, I've heard that, you know, before. Yeah. And how he explains like, oh, those aren't my wife and kids. That's actually... uh, Yeah, fake family. Yeah, it's a fake family. (laughs) You know, I just bring them along and, you know, we try to like blend in you know at these hotels and yes, you know it's course. fun for them yeah. and so this is when they go out to the pool section yeah and she you know decides to start you know stripping down and stuff and he's oh yeah that's yeah. right and so she jumps in the pool and she's just like oh you know this is so nice and invigorating blah 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 and so she you know asks him like hey you gonna you know Come in and join me or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and of course he does. He does. Yeah. He, uh, but whenever he jumps in, he, you know, it's cold <laughs> and he's like freaking out and he wakes up the entire motel. Like I said, I kind of think that the, she was messing with them for that reason. Yeah, that's probably true. Think... She was probably just trying to see how far she could get him before yeah. he made a fool of himself. Like whenever she jumped <laughs> in and stuff like that, I think she was trying to keep her cool. So like that way. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. You yeah. Know. Right. So anyway, so he, you know, wakes up the entire motel room, including his wife and his kids are now out there and oh, see yeah. them in the pool naked. Um, everybody starts going back into their remote. He, you know, it's like, oh, you know, um, she was also here, blah, blah, blah. She was already in here, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like he didn't see a naked woman yeah. swimming in the middle of the pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, oh, you, you know, you can imagine that. And she's just like shakes her head and goes back into the room and the kids are talking, you know, and the daughter is now looking all emo and. With her, you know, her uh, pot cigarette or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Rusty calls her out. He's like, you're not even inhaling that yeah. stuff. She's like, well, maybe I don't want to. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, how could he do that to mom? You know, they're probably going to get a divorce. And he's like, I know. Yeah, I better go talk to him. Which is like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So he, he goes back to their room and everything and. She's trying to kind of, you know, it's like, you know, kind of like, you know, oh, you know, is that what you want type of thing? Right. You know, know, like you you want a younger person or you want this or you want that. And And he's like, no, you know, I only want you, that kind of stuff. Well, 
she ends up, you know, hopping into the pool also. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, and, and so... And then she screams. She's just as big a baby of the cold water as yeah, she is. exactly. <laughs> and so they both, you know, wake up the motel room, you know, motel again. Yeah. But this time, it's a happier ending. Yeah. And so, all right, guys... We're there. We're finally getting to Wally World. Oh, yeah. The next Chevy Chase breakdown. Yes. Big, big time breakdown. Yeah. So, yeah. So, finally, it's, you know, they're in L.A. They're in Los Angeles. And uh, here we are. You know, they show up to Wally World. Oh, yeah. Parking lot's, like, empty. The there's not a single lot. car. Yeah, there's not a single car, which, to me, if I got there and saw that, I would be like, oh, shit. Yeah. I guess we better start looking up and... Yeah. They don't have cell phones. So they don't have cell phones. And they probably didn't just have... have to pull over and just kind of go, well, what do we do now? Right. <laughs> because that's just it. You know, they didn't have internet even yeah. either. So it's not like they could have known... So anyway, yeah. but I love it, though. So first of all, they park freaking far away. Yeah. Which yeah. I'd be like, what the hell? Like, let's park closer. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, we're so far away. But whenever all the crowds are trying to leave, we'll be the first ones out because we're way in the back. It's like, well, I don't know if you think about it. You're walking out of the park. Right. And you've got to walk all that distance. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, people in the front have to walk a shorter distance. They've right. already started their engines and they're going. Exactly. <laughs> So, but I then, don't know. Then we wouldn't get the chariots of fire scene where they, you know, race each other. Oh, yeah, that's true. So that's just it. So he, you know, runs against Rusty. She runs against uh, Audrey. So oh, yeah. they finally get to the front. And this is where we get the moose. And there's a sign <laughs> oh, yeah. that says, you know, sorry, <laughs> folks. We're, you know, we're closed, you yeah. know, to repair and clean your, you know, park or whatever. Yeah, and he pushes the button and the moose actually says, says the same thing exactly. that's on the sign. It's like, well, that's redundant. Yeah. <laughs> and so at that point, he just loses it and punches, you know, <laughs> yeah, punches the, the moose, moose nose. right in the nose. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah, he basically is like, you know, fucking A, right? He, you know, they owe us. <laughs> oh, yeah, and she, right. that's what she says. She's like, you know, you're scaring me, is what she said. <laughs> and he's like, don't be scared. He's like, I just think we need, you know, a better explanation. That's yeah, all. They and owe so, us. Yeah, they owe us. <laughs> and so they get in the car and they take off. And while she's gassing up the car, he runs over to the sporting goods store. Yeah. And then they come back. And this time, you know... They're, you know, at this point, they're kind of like looking for somebody. And this is where we come across John Candy as the, you know, yes. security guard. The great John Candy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And he's, he's like, sorry, folks, you know, park's closed. Moose out front, she told you. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in I, the whole movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so, you know, he basically, that's whenever he pulls a gun on him. Yeah. And she's like, where did you get that? And he's like, sporting goods store. And he's like, (laughs) okay. He's like, Moose says you're closed. I say you're open, basically. And she's like, we're not, you know, violent. This is our very first gun. This is our first gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually probably the worst person to be holding a gun. Right, that's true. Someone who's never handled a gun. That is true. And then another (laughs) security guard shows up, you know, and he tells them, you know, to sit, lay down. I mean, basically just tells them, you know, what to do like a dog. Yeah. John Candy starts taking, you know, they take him on like this really stupid, you know, almost like a kid ride. Woo, isn't this fun? You know, hold on. You know, we don't want any accidents. Which, it's like, okay, who's pushing the buttons for these rides? Oh, yeah. They're all on the ride. I don't think you can push the button and then quickly hop on. Oh, yeah. Those control panels look fairly complicated to me. Anytime I've ever been to Six Flags as a kid. 
and our I just remember always kind of trying to look at the control panel. Yeah. That the guy's operating or whatever, and it had like several lights and buttons on yeah. it. So I imagine you have to know right. kind of what you're doing. And it's like <laughs> you know, yeah. And so that part, Clark right. is like, you know, I love it because they're on this ride and. <laughs> And uh, Rusty's like, is that a real gun, Mom? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, but your dad might be going away for a while. <laughs> yeah, basically definitely. what she tells him. <laughs> and so, you know, at this part, Clark is, you know, well, hey, I'm, you know, uh, oh, I forget the name of the security guard, but John Candy's character yeah, is like, I've oh, heard. you know, I'm bushed, you know. He's like, have you had enough, sir? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, what do you mean bushed? She's like, where are the big rides? Yeah. And so this is where we get, you know, some of the roller coaster oh, yeah. action type stuff. And um, Excuse me. I love it. Like he gets uh, John Candy's character sitting next to, you know, Rusty. He's like, can I call you Rusty? He's like, I had a bad experience on this ride before. And he's oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, what happened? And he's like, I threw up. <laughs> yeah. And so sure enough, Seven they're. Suck. Yeah. So they're going on this roller coaster, you know, we, you know, they're having fun and. He's literally holding, you know, his hand over John Candy's yeah. mouth to make sure he doesn't vomit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're starting to see, you know, the FBI and all the cops and stuff are starting to show up to the park. Oh, yeah. And so. You can't have a National Lampoon yeah. vacation without that. Right. And so they end up um, going to another, they end up going to another um, uh, roller coaster and What's his name? John Candy's character has had enough. I think that his like last name is supposed to be Lasky or something like that. I think so. So he's had enough, and finally he's challenging him. He's like, "That's not a real gun. That's a BB gun." Yeah. And so he's like, "No." He's like, "Oh, it could pierce the skin and all that kind of stuff." So he literally shoots him in the ass. <laughs> yeah, you jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and so now you know. Yeah. So they go on this, you know, um, like this last roller coaster ride. You know, we, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And um, this <laughs> That's is when... the noises you make when you're on a roller coaster, Whee! too. Just like that. Yes. No, those are the noises I make. Yes. <laughs> and so finally, the you know, they get off the ride, and now the cops have completely surrounded them. You know, freeze, and they make... You know, so you got the parents on one side, you got the kids on the other side. Okay, you know, turn around, spread them, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, they're starting to get patted, patted down. Oh, yeah. And Ellen's like, you watch your hands, mister. And, like, slaps at him. Yeah, that's it's a like, good way to get shot. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, you know, arrested for, you know, whatever. Yeah, they kind of, they got to do that. So, uh, Wally or whatever shows up. Yeah. And Walt he's Disney, like, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he shows up, you know, oh, you got him. And he's, you know obviously shocked to learn that it's a family and not you know yeah. and so that's just it so finally clark goes to talk to him and he was just trying he was explaining you know like all the stuff that had happened and he you know it's like oh you know yeah i've got seven kids of my own oh yeah type of thing and you know we took the whole you know clan or whatever down to florida and it was all this stuff bad stuff happened and you know um clark is basically trying to say you know well you know, what if you got there and it was closed down? I love it. He's like, well, they're not going to close down Florida. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. well, I know, but, you know, it's like if you were, you know, if you were me, you know, w would you have done this as yeah. well? And he's like, no. Yeah, oh, Walt's well, a little more uh, commonsensical than <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, like, no. Heck no. Are you nuts? <laughs> I know. It's like, I would 
turn around and go home, basically. Yeah, it would stink, but you yeah, know, let's try to find something else to fill the vacation and then just go home. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so they ask if they, you know, if he wants to press charges, and yeah. he says no. And then the movie basically Huzzah! ends. Yes, the movie basically ends with everybody, cops, everybody on this roller coaster. Yes, buddies. You know, we. You know, that's <laughs> basically how it ends. Best buds forever. So. That's how it happens in real life, too. Yes. I'm sure they would have just gotten off scot-free. Oh, yeah. No, no. There's no need to arrest and prosecute anybody here. No. There were no major laws broken. Right. It's, it's cool. So. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, I do have uh, some facts. So, all the cast members had terrible experiences when it came to filming the scenes inside Wally World, where they rode all of the roller coasters and other rides. Uh, in the commentary, Chevy Chase mentions that many of the rides made him and the other cast members vomit, especially since they all had to ride them several times for each take. <laughs> uh, Dana Barron, who she was the one that played, she was the actress that played uh, Audrey. Oh, okay. Um, mentioned in the commentary that the coasters made her so sick, she had to take motion sickness pills and would pass out on nearby benches between takes. Jeez. Yeah. Finally, Anthony Michael Hall, who played, of course, Rusty. Oh, that's who he was. Okay. Yeah. So he mentions that in the shots on the roller coaster where he looked scared, he wasn't acting. His fear in those shots was genuine. <laughs> I kind of had had a feeling because there's also another shot, and I think it's the very last ride they're on before the SWAT team stops him yeah and the look on beverly d'angelo's face behind mm -hmm. everyone is just that of just like let's get the heck yeah. out of here exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm kind of the only one i could picture myself getting sick on was the one where they had like the actual like loop yeah and stuff there was like the one coaster where there was like a single loop but if you had to keep doing that over and over again yeah i could see that i could see i that. think like on, i think on regular roller coasters i would be okay even if i had to keep like yeah. riding them over and over again so in the wally world scenes anthony michael hall is taller than beverly d'angelo uh in previous scenes with her he was the same height as her this was because Hall grew three, three inches after principal photography finished. Oh, nice. Yeah, so the ending was reshot four months afterward because the original ending failed with test audiences. Huh. And so also I think that I read... Well, I'll come back to that. But um, That's weird. The theme park that served as Wally World was actually Six Flags Magic uh, Mountain in Valencia, California. Okay, that's right. I thought it was a Six Flags park. Yeah. Yeah, Daisy Mabel or whatever was the tongueless daughter that was actually played by uh, <laughs> director Harold Ramis' daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you pointed that out. Yep. <laughs> she has no tongue, Clark. Uh, Imogene uh, Coca, who uh, played Aunt Edna. Oh, okay. Um, she suffered what is believed to have been a stroke during production. Oh, geez. Yeah, Harold Ramis said they filmed a scene that morning, and by that afternoon she couldn't remember anything they did. After getting out of the hospital, she and her husband worked together to relearn her lines and get her back on set to finish the movie. Holy cow. I know. Jeez. Uh, the original ending, so apparently this was supposed to be the original ending, uh, in which the Griswolds hold Roy Wally and his family hostage in their house was basically recreated for uh, oh. Christmas Vacation. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that original scene would have looked, 
But just hearing that sounds odd to me. Yeah. It's, but it works for Christmas vacation it because, did. you know, it's. Well, because they held it, they ended up holding his boss in his own in house. That, in his own house. And then, of yeah. course, you know, you have the SWAT team. Right. Exactly. Oh, we'll definitely be talking about that movie in the future, for sure. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Originally, the producers wanted Christy Brinkley to appear naked in the film, but she refused. A compromise was reached uh, where she stripped down to her bra and panties before jumping in the pool with Clark. Oh, Which I thought, I guess she... I thought she took those off, unless they just, like, did a cut of, like, okay, you know... Because I noticed they only filmed her at that point from the shoulders up. Right. I so think that's So she must have just did. had like a pair of underwear right. that she just tossed like, oh yeah, I'm taking these off. And bra, yeah. Even though she was still actually wearing her right. own underwear. Yep. Now you might find Good this... Good for her. Right? You might find <laughs> this interesting. Uh, in the DVD commentary, Harold Ramis uh, mentions that for the scene in which the family truckster jumps into the air... Several of the crew members had made bets against second unit director Dick Zyker that he couldn't jump the car more than 50 feet. Oh, jeez. Even drawing lines in the sand to measure the distance. Zyker ended up winning that bet as he jumped the car more than 50 feet. Oh, gosh. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. So dangerous. Right? <laughs> now, this I thought was kind of interesting. So, according to Dana Barron, originally, Audrey was the older sibling but in the reshot ending, they had changed it to Rusty being older because of the growth spurt. Oh, okay. Anthony yeah, Michael that makes Hall. sense. Yeah, that kid hit one heck of a growth spurt. Because I'm trying to think, though, because I want to say in the second movie for European Vacation, I want to say they had it where Audrey was older. Yeah, Audrey was the older sibling and Rusty was the younger. And then in the third one, it was the same thing. Audrey was, again, the older one. Yeah, because... Because Audrey was creeped out to have to share a bed right. with her with her younger brother. Right. Anyway, that's kind of all I've got. I was trying to look up. So yeah, the Wagon Queen family truckster is originally a modified Ford LTD Country Squire station wagon. Because yeah, like you were yeah. saying, you you had asked yesterday, like yeah. what the what the hell is this? Yeah, there's basically. like eight headlights four yeah. on each side. It's like okay, <laughs> at most a car is gonna have two headlights on right. each side. <laughs> So that makes sense because it's like, yeah, the car looked like it looked like a standard station wagon, but there was enough modifications to it to go. What the heck is that? (laughs) Oh, I do actually have one more, which I thought was kind of interesting. Okay, so there was a deleted scene that took place after the redneck mechanics clean uh, Clark out of all of his money for the car repairs. And Clark mentions that they're going to run out of gas. So in the deleted scene, they do run out of gas. And Clark, Ellen, and the kids are forced to push the car, with Edna still inside of it, to the nearest gas station. The attendant fills the uh, car up with gas, and then Clark uh, drives away very fast without paying for it because he has no money. Oh, yeah. The attendant then runs after them on foot, but of course doesn't catch them. That gas station is also where Clark got those sandwiches, because later after leaving the Grand Canyon Motel... He tells Russ to get out the sandwiches he got at the oh, gas yeah, station. Yeah. He's like, where, I'm so hungry, I could eat a gas station sandwich. Yeah. I could eat a sandwich from a gas station. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what do you want to rate this? Um, I don't know, are you doing the... Are we doing the the, the previous choosing... Kind of, yeah. One how many, item out of the film? How many uh, dead Aunt Ednas do you give this movie? <laughs> dead Aunt Ednas. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know. I mean, I've seen it multiple times. I still like it, so yeah. I would say like four out of five, really. Yeah, to I'm be gonna honest. I'm gonna give it a four and a half, just because to me it's an '80s classic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's always gonna make you you know laugh. So. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, I guess that's gonna be it for this episode. Uh, what movie are we uh, doing next? Goofy movie, I believe. Yes. Or a goofy movie. A goofy I'm sorry. Movie. How yes. uncouth of me. Yes. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. I'm Laura. And I've been Wes. Or I am Wes. And this has been Breakdown from the Couch. Bye, guys.